as weird as it is to say, it's it's better to get in an abusive contest than to do nothing. Feeling like I, he's small right now, but I think this person will be in one or two years back there because he has he puts in that work and that drive. Welcome to the Infinite Creative Podcast. My name is Fitz, and my amigo over here. I am the amigo, and my name is Sean. Welcome everybody to another episode without a guest. We're doing it just you and me again. This is yeah. great. <laughs> Isn't it weird being like old school and just like, oh, and now we have to come up with topics and we have to talk about what's going on <laughs> in the world and, you know, being, you know. Yeah, um, it's so interesting, right? When we have a guest, it's like, we're like, okay, well, this will be easy, right? We'll just talk a little bit about what they like to talk about, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, you know, we're getting better, though. We got like a book, that one podcast, and we're talking about the book, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, guys, get ready. We're only going to talk about aliens a little bit today, <laughs> other than that one pod uh, a few back. But, yeah. Um, I, yeah. How are you, man? How is your creative world right now? What's Fitz's creative world look like? Uh, my world is actually kind of going good, I think. Like, you know, very, very <clears> busy. What is a lot of stress, but in the end, it's good for the wallet because, mm-hmm. like, you don't spend as much, but you work a lot and you just freak out a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. The typical freelance thing where you kind of want to be and yeah. don't want to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I've been talking to so many people recently where um, they keep saying, I don't really want more clients. And I totally feel that, right? Like, if you get to that place, you're just like, no, I mean, I could get more money, but then I'll pull my hair out. So, yeah. so you're in that place where you've gotten clients now. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, I have so lots of clients. We, we take that. We, we need that. And we want more of you because, like, apparently... Um, you know, nothing is forever. So this is like also like a thing mm-hmm. where you have to think about even if things are running smoothly. Right. It's better to have always a couple in the chamber, you know, and just like, mm-hmm. okay, we're ready for whatever is happening. Mm-hmm. It's all about cash flow in and right. less about actually finishing the work, what is like kind of bad advice, but it's like the most important thing to stay in business. You know what I mean? It's like, should you overload yourself or should you just like be comfortable? Because like if you're comfortable, it might be like, oh, now one client is drying up and something's happening because there's always something happening. You got a story that we cannot share, but... (laughs) Oh, well, you're going to just like uh, tease the people out there. Um, You know, things change. Clients change. Um, You know, uh, so yeah, definitely. There's been so many times I've been at the top of my game, top of the world, and then fast forward a couple months later and I'm at the bottom. So, (laughs) you know, um, that's just the freelance world, I think, is it's it's feast and famine. And, you know, the, the thing is that when you have the feast, you really need to plan for the famine. And the same thing in the famine, I've learned, you have to plan for the feast. So, like, one thing I've been doing recently is trying to get that network of people now. I don't have any work right now. Now, but I'm kind of telling people that when the work comes, it's going to fly in at a million miles per hour, and I'm maybe going to need some people to help. Yeah, that's usually like that, though, because like in the beginning, it's like when you start out and you're just like you talk to a bunch of people. They maybe don't have anything right now, uh, but when you then mm-hmm. actually like, oh, it's a couple months later, they're like, oh, I actually got a budget. I have a thing mm-hmm. going on. But you talked in with. 50, 40, whatever-ish people. Mm-hmm. And now they're all hitting you up at like the time frame because like yeah. maybe at the moment it's nothing, but maybe they hit you immediately up. But maybe it's like, you know, mm-hmm. now we're going hot and you're just like, now you have to be picky and choosy and yeah, can be helpful. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and what's been interesting is like I, since my start my freelance career, it's been pretty consistent throughout the year, but this was the first year where I really felt the July slowdown and now I'm feeling the September sprint, the speed up, which which is a lot of people in the business world kind of know of this. They know that, that like it slows down a lot in the summer and then it really picks up around now um, in September, October because people are trying to use their budgets right before the end of the year and everyone goes on the holidays because you know, once you get to the end yeah. of November, everyone's checked out. Like you're probably happy 
half the people aren't even going to work half the people don't have budgets and so everyone's like trying to use their budget now so it's like so i'm really taking advantage of that of like you know what yeah september is the time actually like that's yeah. the time to push it get the new clients because it's like the last hurrah before we go into winter really yeah it's, it's kind of funny in business there's always those seasons of like okay yeah some some industries like let's say you do youtube reviews and review time right now is like prime time you want to mm-hmm. pump out as many videos about gear tech and whatever it is and you basically will be like oh yeah there's a lot of consumerism happening and mm-hmm. people are buying stuff because like everything is getting released in september october mm-hmm. always sometimes in november what is weird in my eyes because it's way too late you know mm-hmm. you kind of miss like the the black friday and you miss you know mm-hmm. you, you miss the marketing for like christmas because it's already out and everybody's talking about it you right. know it will hit right on christmas yeah exactly you know um so even me in my painting world you know i've had your help i'm um, getting photos of, of paintings just like this you know and 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 getting kind of ready for the holiday season right um i've always made that mistake right we get to like the end of october early november and then i'm thinking wait now is the holiday season but it's already too late you don't have the products made you haven't got them online yet so i'm trying to be better about that now am i going to do it in time i don't know <laughs> but i'm but i'm trying i'm trying to get the store up for my stuff quickly just understanding that um the planning ahead's hard. You know, I, I think something me and my girlfriend have been talking about recently is we like to go on trails in Colorado that are kind of the more scenic, like the ones you'll see in Instagram reels and stuff, the, yeah. the, the ones that are like epic. But what's hard is you have to like schedule the parking. It's weird. It's, it didn't used to be you like this. You have to schedule, you have to schedule to park at these trailheads like seven months ahead, eight months ahead. How can you plan that far ahead? Same thing in Florida. Some of the coolest spots in Florida to, to camp on the beach. It's like we're out to June of next year right now. And it's like, how can you even plan that far ahead? It's so hard. Yeah, I I mean, like, this is like one of those weird things where you would be like, oh, yeah, there should be like a train going there. There should be like an Uber or a a situation, you know, because Mm -hmm. that should be not a problem. But on the other side, it's also really good. Like, it limits the amount of people. And it's probably better to have the trail a little bit empty. Right. But you have to worry about parking. Because the opposite Mm -hmm. will be like it's slammed and there's... 500 people and you're just like walking in a line through like nature 100 percent. yeah so but you know yeah the planning ahead though so even with my business i'm trying to do the same thing right is like you know we're getting into awards season two so i've never really entered my awards that's something uh, my work for awards yeah um that's it's something that i've kind of struggled with over the years i I have before i've like entered into addies i've entered into webbies i've entered things into competitions i've Mm -hmm. never won any real prize i think if i did maybe i'd be more into it but um and you know i I can get into other stuff with it. I won't, but, but you know, there, I'm trying to get into that this year. I'm trying to be like, okay, the award season's coming up. Do you have work that's like worthy of that? And I actually do. I feel like I have like one or two projects this year that I'm pretty proud of that, you know, I, I'm going to try to enter this year, you know, cause I, I need more of that. I'm, that's one thing I'm finding more is that I have great work, but I don't have those types of like, I don't have the awards. I don't have these, these like kind of bigger names of things yet. So I'm trying to get stuff like that kind of in place now. Yeah, that brings me actually back to my past when I was like, oh, but I was an inspiring filmmaker, basically. I was like, okay, I do the YouTube mm-hmm. videos, I do the vlogging, and I mm-hmm. do. I had my first client who paid me like absolutely terrible, you know, yeah, but it's yeah. like, hey, he lets me shoot him and he's getting video and I'm like, I, I, can't, I can't get paid? And I'm like, what? You know? Right. And then I'm like, everything, I was like, okay, we're gonna try to make some money with this because like there's mm-hmm. people out there making videos and they, they're getting paid, you know? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I get started with that besides like the YouTube. But I was like, let's 
try to enter a film competition because like the client he was a fitness trainer hmm. and he's like oh there's actually um, a competition going on and whoever makes like a good video that is creative funny entertaining whatever mm -hmm. can win ten thousand dollars and they had me at the ten thousand dollars and i'm like okay mm -hmm. let's make a short movie you know yeah i'm like how hard can it be and i specifically <laughs> wrote it uh, no he wrote the script Uh, and he was acting and I got like a couple other people together and I basically did my first short film and it was like so much work. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you know me, you know, my problem is perfection. I'm a perfectionist. So like, yeah, I get into these projects where I'm like, yeah, we'll just quickly enter, you know, fast forward two weeks later and I'm just pounding away at this thing like, oh my God, we're literally only halfway done with this. So, um, you know, recently I've entered a couple grants and things like that because why not, right? You know, kind of how we talked about on the episode with David is like, you know, once you kind of get your like, um, your set together of stuff, then it's like, it's easier, right? So like, same thing with contests is like, You know, I kind of have things a little bit templated and kind of ready to go for that. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in the same spot of like, I have to be very careful when I enter stuff too, because it can become like my full time thing, which it, it really shouldn't be. Yeah. But on that note, I think it's very powerful to make it a full time thing because you push the envelope. And in the beginning, I did not do mm -hmm. that. You know, in the beginning, I was like, oh, I just make videos and I make them as good as I can. But then I was like, oh, wait a second. Now I have to learn about scripting. Now I have to learn about like, how do you cut something? So you, you convey the emotion mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And in the beginning you think you're the best you know whatever you right. submit you know it's like oh if i would make a movie it would be so good you know i would do this and this and i would combine mm -hmm. this and this you know mm -hmm. but the the difference is like actually doing the thing right. versus like thinking i could do because there's like worlds in between yeah i run into that a lot with people where they they get very frustrated when the rewards don't come quickly i think a lot of people you know web design world graphic design world for sure that like they're like, you know what i see myself really mastering this in a year and being like a creative director in two years and already going on to my next career in three years and And I think they really disappointed really quickly when they, you know, I think the biggest mistake you can make is is thinking that that you're going to be different than everyone else. And I'm not saying that in like a negative way, like your your, your journey will be different. But yeah. but yeah, there's a reason people don't fly through these careers easily. I always have to remind people like there's a reason not everybody's a web developer. It is difficult still. Yeah. I mean, like, with that being said, though, it's, like, one of the things where I'm, like, oh, you can actually make money with it if it's your main goal, you mm -hmm. know, because there's, like, even for movies and everything, there's so many awards, there's so many things going on, so many competitions, like, yeah. if you actually find the resources, so I would highly recommend, actually, if you're, like, you have some free time and you need more money, mm -hmm. um, look up, like, all the competitions where you can submit work or grants and whatever. There's always help out there, and we don't know because we don't look for it because we expect, like, oh, yeah, we need a client to pay us. But right. there's, there's so many tools out there, so many opportunities mm -hmm. that we are not, like, really aware of. Like, let's talk about the Shorty Award or whatever that was, you know? Submit, yeah. like, a little brief description about your business, get $20,000 if they like it, you know? Easy money. By yeah. wave. I would do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think of these things, too. Back in school, how many essays did you have to write in back in school? How many of these things did you have to do that led to nothing? So, it's like, yeah, you, you might as well, right? Yeah. And, um, and it's just it's just practice to talk about yourself, you know? So, for everyone out there, you know, there's a lot of awards out there. If you're, if you're a design professional, marketing professional, I would say, you know, check out AAF. Um, so, that stands for American Advertising Federation. Um, check them out. They have local chambers pretty much all over the U.S. Get involved in that. Um, they're always doing Addy Awards on, on kind of a state level. That's a good thing to get your foot in the door i've, I've def definitely entered into those never have won one yeah. um you know and one thing i do want to say one caveat 
um, and I got to be kind of political, not political about this, but is that, you know, some sometimes these things kind of, sometimes it can come down to nepotism. It can come down to like who knows who, things like that. Then yeah. that can be discouraging. I've definitely entered things in competitions and the winner wasn't as good as mine, but they're just kind of more connected. Um, but don't let that break you down, right? Yeah. I think I think even entering stuff looks good in a way i think it's like people do like that you're you're at least trying to put your stuff out there yeah on that note though um you know when you say like uh, yeah they may be like more famous or they have like connections and whatever but the good thing about doing work is like you can document that you're doing work and, and that is like the thing like if you have a phone and you set it up there and you do your drawings or whatever and you're entering a competition this is good content people are mm-hmm. like oh he's there's a competition going on and he's preparing for it and like now yeah. he's doing all those things it's like kind of like a story you know will he win on the end will he not win you know mm-hmm. is this good enough is this not good enough what is the competition doing you know and this will be like easy marketing material because like just one post sometimes gets your work right. and that is like the weird part where i'm especially in the video world is like everybody's posting like oh i'm so good i'm doing this and i'm doing that like the super fakeness mm-hmm. you know but that still leads to more work because if you don't post, people only think about the person who's, you know, posting. Right, right. So right. that's, the, that's the, the, the annoying part about it. Yeah, well, yeah, well, exactly, you know, because that is the hard part, right, is when business slows, you don't have as much to share, but you need to share to get more business. So it becomes yeah. this weird catch-22. So, so yeah, those awards so, are like the way to go, I think. Yeah, yeah, so to enter awards, you know, so, you know, there's things out there too where, you know, they'll give you a prompt and you design something or you make something for it. So it sounds like it was like that for you where it kind of said you know make a video and then and then and submit it um for this competition and you know with that i would say a caveat for that is everyone be kind of careful obviously there's some competitions out there that are really just abusing artists and designers you have to be very careful about those yeah. where they you know they just don't want to pay for the work so they're like well if we make a competition everyone will do it for free Basically. um you know i i have a company i'm not going to name names where you know they they recently were they they value branding so little and they know me what's interesting is i'm doing other stuff for the project and they could easily just asked me like oh what would it be to create a branding project but instead they were rather like you know what let's make a competition and put it out make a logo and then we'll we'll make it the brand and guess what there's still no logo for the brand because of course nobody gave them anything great in like a couple weeks but be careful of stuff like that you know be if it doesn't if it feels like they're abusing it then i would actually say don't don't do it unless you really absolutely are going to get something out of it so always be very careful at the beginning of the process of like what's the value here so you know it has to bring you some value it can't be something that is going to waste your time but but it's it's worth getting out there. That's something that I haven't done enough. I back in college, I did so great. I would enter things. I'd get scholarships. I would enter competitions, things like that. And 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 once again, the professional world, I just felt like I didn't have enough time ever. So it's like you really do. You have to make that time to to scope out like. How do I, especially if you have something you're really proud of, it's like, that's the worst thing ever is there's work that I've done years and years ago that people have just never seen. And it's like, why? Like, you, you it's so cool. You, you got to get it out there somehow. You have to get in front of people. Yeah. I mean, like, you mentioned, like, the negative side of that thing. And you're completely right. There's a lot of, like, you know, abuse going on with, like, leverage of, like, oh, yeah, I pay $500 and 30 people will commit um, some work, uh, like, you know, right. commit to some work. But basically, in the end, it's like I only pick one and only one gets paid, you know? Right. Um, and that can be like very dis- disencouraging. But if you think about it, it's still, you know, you will still get the title. You still will get the, the practice, you know? And if they use it or don't use it, it doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. you should only do that if you have the free time right. and you want to sharpen your knife. You, and that's how I see it because, like, obviously, it's a little bit abusive, but it's like right. a good excuse to do the work because otherwise, 
you maybe would not do the work. And that is like the scary part, you know? You're like, right. I don't have a client. Oh, yeah, let, let's let's sit on TV and watch some TV, you know? And it's just like... Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. and I will say that. It, it, it's, it, it, as weird as it is to say, it's it's better to get in an abusive contest than to do nothing, right? Yeah. Um, so, it's, so everyone's story is different, right? So if you're listening to this and you're just kind of sitting on the couch and you, you have nothing to do and you need work and you need stuff in your portfolio, that's one of the avenues. Now, right now, we've talked about other avenues, right? There's nonprofits in your town that need help, for example. Like, you could go walk down the street and go introduce yourself somewhere and say, hey, I do X, Y, and Z. I'll do it for free or cheap for you. And, you know, there's there's lots of things to do. You can make your own hypothetical projects, for example. Um, you know, a couple um, young um, designers that I've been talking to, um, I've been really telling them that, like, that's that there's a lot of weight in that. And it's what's really funny is young, young designers, um, this is going to be a little bit on a tangent, is that they the first projects they ever make, they're like, this is it. This is the Sistine Chapel. And like, and I'm like, Masterpiece. and it's funny because they almost get offended. I'm like, yeah, that's nice. Cool. Moving on. And they're like, no, no, no. This is it though. And I'm like, yeah, but you've only made like two projects ever. And I'm, and, and I'm like, make a hundred. And then they get really turned off. Like, no, I'm, I'm not gonna make a hundred crappy projects. I only need two nice projects. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't get it. These are going to suck in a year. You're not going to like these in a year. In a year, these are going to be garbage. Make a hundred of these. Then you're going to like it, okay? Um, and so that's why I'd say to people out there too, is like if you're sitting on your hands right now and you're just like, ugh, I don't know what to do. I like I put out all these emails. I went on LinkedIn. I did all these things. Nobody's giving me jobs. I don't have any work. Everyone's just telling me you don't have enough experience. You don't have enough real projects. We need real world projects. Well, then yeah, look up the nonprofits. They need help. Come up with hypothetical things. Even look at things like rebrands. We're, we're maybe going to talk about a couple of rebrands on this show. If you don't like a rebrand, do it yourself. Redo it and then come up with a whole thing up around that. You know, um, I think just being consistently busy is really attractive to people. And so even entering things into awards. So I I've even seen people that like you know they hype that part like hey dropping off my stuff for the addies woohoo they and they maybe never placed but hey they were doing something yeah. they're active and that, that is like the thing because in the end it's all about like you being in a community and the community is um, giving you a name for what you're doing because like when you're sitting in the community mm -hmm. and you're like chopping wood you're the wood chopper it's like <laughs> if, yeah. if you sell the wood or if you don't sell the wood and if ever anyone your identity though yeah. yeah if anybody like needs wood chopped you're the wood chopper <laughs> you know <laughs> they're like yeah I saw that guy like he was doing that I think you know but you yeah. know it's like that's basically how like this whole job thing works in a weird way it does it does you know um, that's that's the thing where I start to I, I kind of critique myself is when I, when I have a client that you know let's say like I have a web design client but I also do logo and brand design right but they don't even consider me for the logo and brand design and they go off to some other direction that tells me that like they don't sense that that's my identity like right when they think dang we need a logo my face doesn't pop up in their mind yeah and so that's the problem is they have to think yeah i need wood oh well it's the wood chopper immediately <laughs> why would i go anywhere else yeah and and it is a weird thing and it's like very annoying and we we sometimes want to be free and independent and we want to do what we feel like because mm -hmm. we are so much work more than just work But it's also like, yeah, it, life is tough. And it's like we have to fight for survival. We always have and we always will be. Right. So it's like, yes, we need a job. Yes, we need to do the things that are like unsexy in a way, you know. And if it's meaning got to mm -hmm. post now a selfie about chopping some wood, we, we're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, and you know, one thing, you know, so today I'm going to be going to another networking thing here um, down here in St. Pete. 
But, you know, one thing that I keep running into at these things uh, and advice that I would give people, too, is if you're trying to tell that story, right? So let's say you're a wood chopper, but you're also a plumber and you also repair planes. Don't do all of that at the beginning. Don't like tell me like, I I chop wood, I repair planes, I'm a plumber. Don't do that. No, 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 no. Start it from the beginning. What is the first thing? So when I go to a networking thing, you know, Sean's done a lot of different things. Sean can do a lot of different things, but I don't I don't say all those things. Right. I think you've even heard these probably at some of these events where it's just like, I am an SEO specialist, web designer, graphic designer, brand analyst. Yeah. Burp, 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 burp. And it's like, you've lost me. It's too much stuff. I don't even know what your identity is. Yeah. And so it's like, I just, when I introduce myself, I'm like, yeah, I do web design. Okay. Simple. And this is also like a really good tip there right now because like it's memory. And we all know that one saying like what you say in the beginning and in the end matters the most. Mm-hmm. In between does not really matter as much because like they're just like, oh, I met a guy. I forgot already the name, but I think he does websites, you know, and that's basically it. And then if right. you follow up with a text like, hey, my name is Sean. I'm doing websites and brand design, you know, and it was nice connecting, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Check out my latest project or whatever you would say, you know. This will be like game changing because then you're deeply right. ingrained. Like, oh yeah, that was Sean. I had a good time with him. Forgot the name, but now I'm like connecting with him on LinkedIn, Facebook, right. Instagram. Will you all show follow us? Infinite Creative Podcast. Let's go. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, and um, yeah, and it's 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 kind of you have to yeah, just tell tell the story, but tell it tell it truthfully too. I feel like you yeah. know, don't don't embellish, don't don't create a lot of stuff. And you know, because what I also hear too is I'll hear and and, and this I, I hear it go well sometimes, but sometimes people are like you know, so I'm a web designer, so and so instead of saying oh I, I'm a web designer, they're like, well I deal with telling a brand story digitally across all platforms. That's my job, and they're like. Okay. Tell me more. But it's like, you but know, like now I don't, I still don't know what you actually do. So for the woodchopper, it's be like, I split wood fibers in the forests of the world. Yeah. They're like, and we all know what is easier to remember. Wood chopper. Wood know? chopper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like make it Googleable. Like SEO. Let's use SEO and how we talk, right? Yeah. What are the keywords and how we talk even, you know? And how often do you use them? Because that is like the other thing. Like if you talk a lot and you have a lot of stories, you know, if if there's a consistent red, um, how do you twine going through the whole story? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I was a wood chopper chopping some wood and there was a bear like, you know, eating out of wood choppers. Everybody's like, oh, they just think about wood choppers. And now we're <laughs> hooked up onto wood choppers wood chopper this whole episode's called wood chopping wood chopping 101 hey comment down below wood chopper if you are like now thinking about wood chopping but yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no so so it's like yeah so exactly it's it's kind of you know tell that story you know and and also with seo so we've kind of talked in a way we didn't we didn't even know about it but this is all about in-person seo right so we're so we just talked about keywords but then when you think about competitions that's the backlinks right and that's also important right so so think about what are the keywords what are the backlinks and what you're saying so the keywords are like, you know, hit those things, get it in their mind easily. And then you talk about, you know, yeah, we just won an Addy Award in this and we just placed in that. And we just worked with this big company. Those are those backlinks. And yeah. so I'm providing the content because if you post content, anything like just meeting a person and going to their network event is like right. theoretically a connection point, a, a, a thing where they can experience you. And that is like physical like in-person content mm-hmm. and then there's like the virtual content that you can do for free on the phone right. where it's like it's super powerful and people don't use it enough but it's like 
it's obviously it's hard to have like the mental balance and mindset to deal with social media and i think that's one of the hardest things to do mm-hmm. because like it's really easy to get intimidated when you consume it right but you don't create because then you look right, what other right. people do you feel bad about yourself and it just gets you in that negative circle of like i don't post i just consume and then you're like feeling bad about not creating and then it's like oh i don't even want to pick up the phone and then you know you're in that spiral of negativity where it's like okay this is like i put whatever on there and i don't even care yeah 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 i mean yeah exactly there is that point where you start to consume more than you create and that that can be problematic i mean you 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 do you have to keep you kind of have to keep this approach that all of this is just feedback for what you create right you have to you have to move in that direction so you know i i think that's the interesting part is like um you you have to be very focused on what you do and like you're not allowed you don't have to do just one thing but you have to at least stay really focused on that one thing and kind of let people in give them an entryway into the story what's what's a cool feeling I, i know everyone out there has this feeling when you discover a new person a new show a new a new something and there's a lot like let's say you 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 discover a new show and you see there's 10 seasons of that show after you watch a few and you're like i'm hooked how happy are you to now regurgitate all of that content so it's the same thing with you right if you can give people a taste get them in hook them with something now they're a fan now they're going to just want to see more stuff we've seen that with this podcast even where where people they they consume one of our episodes and they're 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 just like yeah this is awesome i just want to know more now i want to know more and more and more of the story yeah it's also like it's a benefit if you're like oh i know the people you know so it's Mm -hmm. like you know if you do the networking and you give them a good hook and that could be just like being a nice person you know sometimes that's all you really need because like it is all about the community you bond binding and bounding with like real people and if they like you they will hire you they will do business with you mm-hmm. and then maybe be a better woodchopper out there but well you didn't vibe with him and it's like yeah that guy's kind of like you mm-hmm. know cold i i don't get bad vibes you know and it's just like but that other yeah. woodchopper he does a good job i think and uh, he would do good it's yeah like, let's get him in you know because i want to hang out with him and hear more about his other stories you know well 100 percent. so what you just said there hang out with him more and hear more about his other stories both of those things are in person right in in, in theory at least and you know one thing i the other day I was watching a mo- uh, video of dead mouse where he's actually talking about how dead mouse got big and how how skrillex who he put on his his label how did, how skrillex got big and it was really interesting because he the, the short of it is is you know if you would have if skrillex would have sent me an email with like an mp3 or mp4 or whatever to 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 listen to the song i would have never listened to it i never would have opened that email so what did what did skrillex do is he hung out at this studio every day just hung out was just a fly on the wall hanging out every day and then one day dead mouse came to that studio to visit and then skrillex was a nice guy and handed him a usb in person and then that's how dead mouse put him on his label it was Damn. all an in-person thing and i think a lot of professionals will tell you that that you can bang your head against this wall every single day and then you go to one meeting meet the right guy and it all works out yeah all obstacles removed yeah with that being said like that is like one of those things where you kind of have to grind it out you know there's like with content with like doing social media and get, getting not the rewards that you want to have you know it's very annoying it's very disencouraging when you're like doing something for a year or two years or five years that's literally the story of the internet everybody who's successful on the internet and doing videos usually unless they got lucky they usually do something for three five years then it blows up and that is like the thing that nobody sees but they will see like oh year six as a new rebrand mm-hmm. and then it's like oh they came out of nowhere um nobody sees like the the, the grinding all the little lessons yeah, how to talk exactly. how to do things you know mm-hmm. or how to post and edit 
you know all those it's just little lessons that you have to fulfill and after you're like successful with like you got all the skills mastered to con- be at mm-hmm. that level you will be there obviously you can buy talent too but <laughs> that costs oh, yeah. money yeah well and talent comes with time right Ta- talent just comes with with just repeatedly doing things even so it's yeah so you create that identity and you follow that identity for a while you do start to reap the benefits you know I'm lucky to say that I've for over a decade now I've been doing something at least similar uh, the entire time right yeah. so now so now I've kind of I've got like I've picked up fans along the way you pick up people at each stage of your life this job you get a couple of fans at this job you get a couple fans you know you get a couple clients here get a couple clients there and what's cool is as long as you're consistent about like what is it that you like why are you in this then that it only grows bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger over time now you know the problem that happens a lot with people is they jump off of that you know they start something new which is which is okay if you don't like it if you fall out in love with something to be like i'm doing something new but just know that you're starting back at zero and that's okay right but like just know that like you have to build that back up you have to do possibly years of being consistent to get that story back up to a good place yeah there's actually like a good point because like um obviously if you jump onto a new wave and you hit the wave at the right time starting something new will be super easy you know work Mm -hmm. does not have to be hard if you're at the right Right. time at the right place you do a little bit effort and you get an insane amount of rewards you know and that is very powerful but it's really hard to hit a wave in like let's say a trend before it is a trend you know Mm -hmm. say you're into bitcoin mining before bitcoin was a thing you know right and it's like and that's a weird place right isn't it have you ever been that guy that's like researching something that like it's just weird and And everybody's telling you don't do that there's no youtube video on it there's not you're like you're even like is this weird is this a scam even i don't know yeah and then then that is like the point where like you can struck gold very easily and if you do hard work you can make really big riches you know yeah but it's really hard to find like the new thing that is popping off let's be it a new video format let's be it like ai or you know a new way of implementing stuff stuff but it's like it's so hard to do because like you don't know till you try so it's easier to just continue doing one thing where you have some success and mastery and double down on that and master it Mm -hmm. because like the other thing is like you have to bet consistently on different other things right or you could bet on one thing that maybe works out or does not work out Mm. and then you maybe just wasted your time and potential you know yeah and you know and this what i'm about to say some people don't agree with some people do um is that you kind of have to fall in love with what you're doing. I kind of say that a lot. People, some people are like, well, no, I, you know, I, I'm doing this for the easy money, right? Like I'm, I'm learning, you know, how to, how to make email marketing a thing because it's taking off and it's easy money. And I kind of tell them like, even if you're right, even if it is easy money, even if this is easier than you selling insurance or some other career path, um, you're not going to be in it for the long haul. Like this is going to get hard. This is going to get to a place where you're beaten down. And if you're not in love with it, that's when you're going to leave. That's when you're going to jump off the horse. So what I kind of tell people too, is like, you've really got to identify what you like and what you love. And it may, and it may be really subtle and weird. Um, you know, and this doesn't just go for creativity, you know? So if you're out there and you kind of don't know what is your thing, let's say you're even a creative, you make drawings, you do things, but you haven't really connected with what is that thing yet. 
you 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 have to find you know it's kind of with one of our last guests said you have to follow the energy right just yeah. follow what, what what's getting your heart beating what 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 are you losing time where are you getting into the flow state doing you just have to be very very big about like what is that even what are the video games you're playing right are you a strategy guy are you a first person shooter guy like start yeah. to really take the things out of your life that you may not even be thinking are creative and being like well why do i like that thing like what what does that do to get my brain going so for me right, i love uh, like a city building game so city skylines 2 is going to come out probably a couple weeks after this episode airs two or three weeks and i'm ecstatic but that kind of tells you a little bit about my personality i like engineering things i like i like that you like factorio same thing so that tells me that you you love pr- production and getting things better and better and better and getting workflows better and better yeah. and better so so it's like be very like big on that like okay well these are the things that really get me excited so i need to really go in that direction yeah with that being said like obviously it's really hard finding whatever you love and i i was like in a uh, in a pickle for a long time where i'm like okay everybody's telling me on the internet do what you love you know and i'm like mm-hmm. i don't love anything so i'm like what, what i'm gonna do now doing nothing you know and then you go in a mm-hmm. circle you try new things out and you maybe don't find it and in the end my solution to the problem was like uh i need to stick with one thing and it is like it's not as sexy to do hard work when you don't really care about it, you know? Yeah. Because it's easier to do hard work when you really care about it and it doesn't feel like work. But it's like mm-hmm. sometimes if you're like lost and you don't find it, I would just do what works in a way. And it can be very helpful because like I would be in a different place if I would have consistently done my reviews versus like let's try cinematic videos, you know? What is like it's a it's basically the opposite of what you recommend, but there's like different people. So I'm like mm-hmm that helped me to being just like let's ignore that and just do the thing that um, kind of works and then it turned out and I'm like okay yeah should have done that earlier but I'm like oh mm-hmm. I got lost in that romanticized like I need to find my love but it's 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 tough you know because like yeah you maybe are just out of season with your love for something you know that's like the, mm-hmm. the honeymoon phase and then a hundred percent yeah it's know? a cycle so, yeah and you don't know where you at at it but you definitely should figure out yeah and what yeah and i just want to emphasize it's a cycle even i'm gonna have a low coming forward i'm gonna have a high coming forward so it's not like you hit this high or you hit this low and that's it and you're good yeah. like no it's it's gonna keep continuing just like ignorance the, the cycle of ignorance also continues right you never you like i got it all figured out and then right after that you figure out actually i didn't know anything i thought yeah. i did you know so you have to so yeah so i know some people out there where they say yeah Yo, you have to love what you and they're like well no i need a job and you don't have to love a job but but then my argument to that is then well okay fine fair but you need to love some part of your life do not be that person that builds up all this anger and sadness and self-defeatism yeah. because there's no part of your life that you love so even if you're a bagger at a grocery store or you work at a fast food joint even if that job is not cool and you there's really no way to make it cool or fun then you need to find ways outside of that to get whatever that is you need to feel that energy that that positive energy somewhere yeah no i mean like that is also very powerful to be like just like a balanced human being and to have like things to talk about because like it's Mm -hmm. all about like some people are really in the hustle grind mindset that's kind of where i'm at you know it's like i'm too much (laughs) in there where i'm like oh we gotta do this we gotta do that and this could be this and this you know but then if it's like about like gaming and fun things i'm just like okay um, i'm checked out (laughs) you know and i'm like Uh uh, you know and i need to relax more you know and there's a balance of everything so that you can have a communication because most people they are like dialed in they're like okay i do my sports and then they're satisfied with their sports needs right then they have their family time then they're satisfied with family time Mm -hmm. 
you know but you can cut corners if you you know basically just ignore all that and then just like do one thing but it will be really hard if you have a good opportunity and that person is like already dialed in and they have those things lined out and it's like yeah i spend enough time on working i don't need to spend more time so please tell me what's going on in your personal hobby life and be interesting because you're not interesting if you're only grinding yeah, hundred percent. You know, you're you're right. You have to refill that happiness meter because people can read that. They can read and 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 it's not actually great. It's I I ran into that a lot early in my career where I would I would be you know designing away at all hours of the day and no, there's no time to hang out. No, there's no time for girlfriends. No, there's no time to have fun and go to shows and go to things. Um, but people could people could feel that energy. That people mm-hmm. can feel that kind of serious darkness and weirdness there. So you know, so for me now, you know, like last night I played Sea of Thieves with a friend you know which i suck at really badly and you know and i i disc golf you know we're going you know we were just talking about how i'm i'm, I'm right after this podcast can be buying tickets to a show you know there's all these kind of things like that and you know yeah logically does any of it make sense no does any of it connect to being a brand designer web designer no but like what it does is it makes me happy and it helps create this identity outside of design for sean and i think a lot of the times you would think that people don't like that but they love it like people like your clients will love that they love that you have different stuff now obviously if you do weird stuff on the weekends you may want to keep that to yourself but if you do stuff that's like not what you're they're paying you for that's not bad either they just want to see you be a happy person yeah and it's easy to hang out with like a a happy person because we talked about the woodchopper the nice guy and not so nice guy and Mm -hmm. like you want to be like oh yeah i'll vibe with him you know let's play some pickleball or you know whatever you know it's like having those hobbies is like very powerful because it's about a community and the community is not only work driven so there's like right yeah so there's more to your personality than just one thing a hundred percent you know um you know and some uh, people that kind of understand that that like you get some of your best clients outside of the zone um you know they're they, they're out there doing it yeah they're out there putting in that work and putting in that effort so it's like you know so for me it's like um one thing that i'm trying to do more of is is go to things like tonight and instead of having these goals which get my heart racing honestly when i think about it i'm like okay you gotta go you better get a client out of this (laughs) you better 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 make sure to make a good impression but instead it's like i'm trying to go to these things more and just be like whatever if you don't even talk to anyone who even cares just be chill and if someone comes up just try to have a conversation i had some weird stuff last night i'll kind of be I'll, i'll put it out there um that like you know i went to like a, a gallery opening last night right and i had a bad day i had a real bad day and it was just nothing from the literally the moment i i got woken up by the cat at like 5 a.m to everything the rest of the day you know just um just was bad and you know and and i still drug myself to this thing but i kind of forgot why you shouldn't do that right so for us out there that have social anxiety and things we kind of feel guilty when we don't go to stuff and so so then you kind of drag yourself to something when you're like i'm having a terrible day but i really should still go but i learned that like it's not really worth it because you don't have that positive energy you people don't really want to come towards you so there was a couple of people i even knew at this gallery opening and i kind of said hi oh hey and it was just awkward it was like immediately awkward it was like okay <laughs> all right i'll i'll see you around it was just like really so and that was like wow but w- what if i would have gone disc golfing right before then or what if i would have done something that kind of would have regenerated my heart right before that then it would have been a completely different experience because yeah. i've been to networking things had a bad day and it just hasn't worked out and it just compounds that bad day because like oh cool now i went to a thing and i didn't even get a job great just add it to the list where it's like i've actually been better about like you know what i'm not going to go to this thing and giving myself permission to not go to stuff if i need to regenerate you know and and being honest about that being like you know what 
you know, even with clients, like right now I kind of need more work. So I could be hustling to get client after client, but I'm just recognizing like Sean, six months ago, you were begging for air. Now yeah. you have it. Enjoy it. Breathe. You know? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the lovely struggle of being a freelance entrepreneur, a business <laughs> owner, whatever, you know, it's like whatever you do, it's like, it's never like content and it's never easy. And it's just like, whatever you do, it's like, oh, I wish I would have done this, but it, when you do the opposite, it's better. You know, it's like, yeah, it's a tough thing. Yeah, it's a tough thing. You know, um, you know, client meetings you have, like I had, you know, on top of all the other stuff yesterday that was kind of going, I had a hard client meeting, right? Where, where it just, um, without getting into too many details, it was just, let's just say it was, it just ended up being more difficult than I thought. It was, it was a prospective client. It was going to be a new project. I thought it was going to be kind of an easy call. It didn't end up being an easy call. But throughout the call, I really tried to focus on exude happiness, right? Yeah. So even as they're being kind of a pain in the butt and they're really trying to put up roadblocks really early, instead of being like, well, this is the way it is. Okay. And just getting like mad and like getting that kind of compounding that just being like, oh, that's great. No, I have no problem. Oh, that sounds like, you know, stuff. Oh, that's so cool. Like, you know, and just being that kind of happiness, you know, because if you if you can get to that place and I know that sounded a little fake maybe to people, but if you can at least get your mind to that place of like, you know what? I don't need this to work. This is all everything's fine. Everything's going to fall into place. And you kind of at least tell yourself that then it exudes out, you know. Yeah. So and it gives you power, I feel like uh, even so even if like you're going head to head with somebody, if you're the happy one, you've already won. If they're the one freaking out and getting all mad and you're just like, no, man, it's cool. No, it's all fine. It's yeah. it's, it's 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 all good. Then you win. That, that's so true because like it's really easy to escalate a situation with like okay somebody has a bad day and uh-huh. you're just like oh i had a bad day too let's go <laughs> you know and it's just like <laughs> ramping up yeah 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 so you know don't do that don't do that a hundred percent you know yet again not gonna name any names there's a lot of that in this episode i could really be just throwing bombs this episode i feel like but um yeah we, but, we, don't, we don't we don't we don't do that we don't do that probably get us some more views but we're not doing that but you know there's there's some people so there's two subcontractors that i have in my mind that i that i was going to be hiring for stuff and and i don't think they watch this podcast but, um, you know, that, that I was going to hire him for stuff. But the reason I don't is every time I talk to them, it's defeatism. Every time I talk to them, mm-hmm. I'm the victim. Things aren't working out. Woe was me. Woe was me. Woe was me. And even if it's, even if it's like not their fault and everything is bad, happening bad for them, it's so unattractive to me because what, what do I think when I hear that all the time? I think, well, I'm going to become the problem eventually. I'm going to hire you and then you're going to be woe is me about me. You're going to be a victim of me then. So no, I don't want you to be a subcontractor because I don't need a victim. I don't need a hostage. Yeah. So on that note, there's like a powerful saying. I probably butcher it right now, but it's like, you know, you want to help people who help themselves because mm. that is not wasted help. You because- actually didn't butcher that. I'm really happy with that. Good job. You <laughs> did good there. You did good there. Yeah. But, but basically it's like, you know, people who help themselves you know you want to help them because it will lead to things and then there's people who are defeated and you help them and it goes nowhere it's wasted time it's wasted money they need to want to help themselves what is like very scary especially nowadays with like all the homelessness and if somebody's defeated it's like you can give them a million dollars and it goes right into the pipe and they're smoking it and it's like well there it goes yeah and it's hard it it does it generates a place too where people are less trustworthy so to take it away from homeless people the same thing happens to us as creatives right i run this all the time pretty much the same it's pretty (laughs) much the same exact thing actually but no but you know it's but it's true it's like where the clients are trying to figure that out too they're like are you like the homeless type of creative that wants to be homeless or are you like the creative that's trying to get better and get out of homelessness because i run into that too where i like 
I wish there was some way that I could see the guy on the street and actually see his bank account like hanging over his head or like actually see if he needs this money because I think there's a lot of distrust there too of like do you need it or do you not need it do you like this life or do you not like this life and I feel like the clients have this the prospective clients have the same thing for us too they're kind of like are you are you just saying you're good at web design because you need my money right now or do you actually love the game you know I'm just imagining now a new social media network (laughs) the bottom the bank account oh god yeah it's a, it's a money it's a money social network oh god yeah and everybody's just like okay who's good and good who's doing bad and oh cool <laughs> this should be a movie that sounds oh. gross already Ooh. yeah utopian future everybody has a social media facebook account with his bank account with, a, with a bank account number how much money you have yeah Ooh. but on, on that note like oh. if you're if you exuberate uh, or you know show good energy and you want to do stuff and you're a doer it shows and you will be able to mm-hmm. even if you have no money to land better clients than somebody who is like negative energy and it's yeah. drowning them you know it's it's right. not even like did the person do well beforehand or not you know it's more mm-hmm. like oh yeah i like the vibe i like the energy he's going places because if you get that feeling like i he's small right now but i think this person will be in one or two years back there because he has he puts in that work and that drive and i'm mm-hmm. like that is where it's like at you know yeah yeah i i 100 say that you know that that's true i mean um so for me what i started to do years ago is start just working for nonprofits. i think um you know i was really tired of the corporate world i was working with big fortune 500 companies things like that and i just i just wasn't happy with with the work it just felt too corporate it felt like it wasn't really touching people and so i started helping nonprofits. you know that's why i kind of gave that advice because you'd be surprised you know you walk into some of these places and they're just happy to have anyone willing to help them, you know, and, and that could be such an inspiring thing. Right. And when you start to, you start to hear cool stories. So, so one cool story, I'll get into one. This will be kind of quick. This week's been kind of interesting. I have a client who, where she, when she walked into my, my studio about six or seven years ago, she, she was just this older lady had a, you know, had a clay studio. She had classes and she couldn't fill the classes. She had a web designer that ran away, took the domain, took everything, wouldn't give it just disappeared, which sadly is fairly common in the world of web design where they just disappear and they never hear from them again and you never get your domain and it's all over. And so she was kind of talking about like, you know, I'm just going to close up shop. I'm, I'm not filling the classes. It just seems like this is an upward thing. And I was like, okay. And she had actually come in for like a little flyer and I kind of talked her into like, well, you know, let's do web design. What's holding you back from doing a web design? She's like, well, I can't afford it. And so I was like, okay, well, I do custom WordPress. I do, you know, I do crazy intro, whatever. I do all these crazy things. But, you know, we can do a Squarespace for you. And let's just let me get some branding elements. Let's get a Squarespace. Let's get you up on scheduling online. Let's and and from there, we built up over the years, right? We just slowly built up. And the first year, she got 20% more business. Second year, 20% more business. Third year, 20% more business. So now she she's at this place where she's making she's making tons of money every year. So she just sold the business just recently. Ooh, and crap. she's able to retire now. She was able to pay for a kid to go through college. She has like a car, a new car, all these things. And it's just like that like that hits me in such that fills my heart in such a way that like and that client you know over all these years you know did I get a hundred grand off of her 50 grand even like no I didn't like probably over the six or seven years of her being a client I maybe cleared like six grand seven grand total which is a such a small figure and people like well that's not even worth it but no it totally is because I have this real person's real story and people really connect with that real story of like wow and then and just the fact so this last week was a really emotional thing because 
the the new owner actually has decided to keep me on which anyone out there knows that that's not for a for sure thing yeah but she risky business a hundred percent so i was kind of ready to be fired from this whole project but no she's like she's actually been an instructor there so she's seen me help this other lady and so so now we're like both um working together and so we put on a newsletter which is like the handing of the baton between the two and it was super emotional of like you know of like helping this business even go into the next stage it's it's just such a powerful thing so that's what i would kind of tell people is is you'd be don't just always look at the dollar signs we i think we get too caught up in that you know sometimes be like you know what there's something here there's a story here there's something that like is grabbing my heart and kind of let yourself go in those directions too yeah the the story part is there where it's like so that's the most important thing in general because like we learn like in freelance like okay you price the client and you want to basically make them bleed you know Mm -hmm. like the more you get from them the better it is you know like value is subjective you know right some people can make a lot of money with your work. Some people can make no money at all with your work, but it's not your right. fault because it's on them what they do with the work. You know, right. so it's kind of, you kind of have to price them for whatever they could have. What is like not the, you know, the, the most sexy thing. Then the other approach is like you have a fixed price for everything and the fixed price is like, okay, 200 bucks to get a website, you know, and it's super easy, fast work. It's no mm-hmm. fancy, whatever, but you do a lot of it, you know. And then obviously then there's the custom stuff and whatever. But if you only do business for the dollar amounts, it's not real business in a way. You know, because like right. your story right there is way more impactful and leads to way more good things than just like, oh yeah, I sold that lady two hundred dollars worth of, you know, services. It's, right. And now it's not leading anywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Or and it's like this is way better. Yeah, yeah. One thing I see a lot in the web design world, a lot of my competitors, um, you know that are kind of on my level of what i'm going for it's funny you'll see you'll go to a website and they'll have like you know here's like here's like 50 websites we've done right but you can like see that there's no heart in any of them you can just see it it's weird it's just like this kind of templated thing and they're they're more proud of like look how good our conveyor belt is look how look how fast we can get these out for people and I think, you know, that's not the story that I'm trying to tell. Maybe someone's trying to tell that story of like, you know, but uh, I would say to any creative out there is like, don't lose sight of, of that, that like the value over quantity type of thing, right? Because I think we, you know, you can, you have to be good at business. You have to bring in a lot of business, but it, it, it's almost backwards thinking to think that like, if I just make the cheapest product as quick as possible, it's going to get me even more. It's, it's actually the opposite. It's like, if you actually can bake more and more value now, granted, yeah don't don't get stuck on one project and then just like not move forward you know um but but definitely think of like how do i improve this each time you know and it doesn't matter the size i've, I've told people that too where they'll discount a project or they'll work with a nonprofit, but then the quality of work drops through the floor and i'm like well it really shouldn't like you should really yeah. try to keep it consistent even for them like it's part of your identity like it doesn't matter if you're a big guy so even one thing that i say on my website now is no matter if you're a fortune 500 company or you're the are your micro business down the road like we're i'm still going to give you the the top level of what was possible yeah, and I, I love that. Yeah, on that note, we are already reaching our limit on this episode, so make sure you subscribe and comment down below. But yeah, Sean, it was a pleasure as usual, so... Yeah, thank you, everybody, and keep watching. We got more coming, more good stuff. Yeah, see you in another one.